Also, you have a boyfriend, humble brag. So things are... Uh. Well, you could have a boyfriend, too, if you wanted to. I, I guess. You know what? Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the episode. <laughs> Click. Remember that record that you bought me, like two years ago? Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh. 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 Why don't you come over and talk about it? <laughs> I grab something really quick. A boyfriend? No, stop. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. Welcome to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use it as conduit to learn about each other and our guests. <sighs> so, um, you, now the audience, you might be thinking, uh, the timbre on Ezra's voice is a little different. Uh, do they get vocal surgery and, like, uh, ha- rip someone's face off and wear someone else's face and have their voice change with it and that's not no that's not what happened <laughs> this is the most unlikely scenario to have happened why would you think that uh no it's uh we have a very special guest co-host and unfortunately um unfortunately Shane Gill has said no so well I'm really bummed out about that. I'm happy being second best. No, um, of course, uh it is Olivia Jensen. <laughs> For the record, I don't have any racist jokes planned. Oh. Um, but yeah, my name is Olivia Jensen and I'm here. Hi Olivia. Hi, I'm not Ezra, but I'm here and I'm excited. Yeah. Um I'm a little nervous, honestly. Um, Why? Because I want you to think I'm cool. <laughs> Just accept the fact that that's never going to happen, and you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, no. I, but I think you're cool. Oh, thanks. You know, sometimes yeah. things like that don't go both ways, and that's just, oh, that's okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, should we start over? Right. That was very cool. <laughs> I think you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, wait, just keep... Continue. I don't know. Uh, so uh, <laughs> today we're here talking about Slater Kinney's Dig Me Out. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about Slater Kinney. Like, what are your preconceived notions on Slater Kinney before getting into this record? Yeah. OK, so I I, I was the one that chose this record, I believe. OK, um, well, before this, I had heard of them but had never really like extensively listened to their music i um their most recent record that came out i think last year i had listened to it because it was mentioned on npr and i was like oh this sounds interesting so i like delved into that a little bit but i didn't know like the history or like anything more than that really and then i knew carrie brownstein from portlandia yeah yeah. (laughs) so i got into it a little bit more from that, but I never really like sat down and like listened to any more of their music. So I guess, but I mean, from what I heard, I liked it. Um, I just didn't know 
like the extent of it or like I didn't know how old they were. Like, you know, I didn't know any like the history, I guess. Carrie Brownstein's an immortal being, by the I way. Know. She has not No, I was watching like, some uh, live performances on YouTube of like some of the songs on this album that were like very recent. And like, she looks the same as like the 90s videos. Wait, I actually did some research and uh, let me look on my phone. Her last name is actually Carrie Everlasting. From the, those children books. Whoa. <laughs> you, That's a crossover. That was, that was a deep pull. Um, <laughs> that no. was a deep pull. Yeah, so I knew her from Portlandia. I knew that she was a... Um, I knew that she was in a band. I didn't really know anything about it. I just thought she was really cool and uh really really beautiful too and like really awesome and like uh uh i knew that uh carrie brownstein was uh and i know she doesn't like to like i I don't think she likes you know has put like a label on it officially but she has dated women in the past Mm -hmm. um she she dated the other the singer in slater king yeah they dated so she dated Corin Tucker. Yes. Um, and this record is kind of about that. Like this record is kind of the emotional fallout after that. And like them trying to like work through these feelings and trying to um, trying to like uh, a lot of these songs are about Carrie. Like Corin Tucker is kind of like, that's the thing about this record. I thought Carrie, what, my preconceived notions of this band was that Carrie was the lead, you know, the leader. But this seems a little more of Corin's record, even though, like, sometimes I can't truly tell who's singing at times. Well, I mean, she's like, she's a, the lead singer, but you can hear Carrie in the background a lot of the time. Yeah, like, Carrie, it's very much like they they like to think the, of themselves. Carrie Brownstein, Corin Tucker, and Janet mm-hmm. Weiss are the three members of Slater Kinney. Um, and they like to think of themselves as a trio, but it seems that it seems that Carrie and Corin are the emotional like core of the band. Yeah, I think that's and, like, true. Which, which is like why later, like ten years or so later, uh, Janet Weiss left the band. Yeah, they had multiple she, drummers. I think she was their second drummer. She is their fourth drummer. Oh, so like, something like that. I, okay. Yeah, I, I listened to their her audiobook today. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's it's a really good, really good listen. Like she's like a she's a really good writer. She has a really Janet nice. Weiss? No, uh, Carrie Brownstein's. Brownstein's. Yeah, she has a really nice like NPR voice, which is kind of funny considering like this record is so like screamo and like. Um, that's the other thing is like you know yeah. her Carrie Brownstein's like. Um, like screen persona is like she always like she does something she does really well is kind of like the doe-eyed sweets like like the doe-eyed sweetie pie role like she plays a lot of those in Portlandia like even, even like the like the hard-edged characters on that show are kind of like done with like a wink and like a, oh I'm being a little weird um, but like her, her persona as you know in Slater Kinney she's like kind of like a real punko rock head mm-hmm. little, little little bit of a screamy punko 
if you were. Yeah, that's that's I think that's the technical term for it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Punko pops. Don't. I, I, was... <laughs> um, I knew that obviously it was an all female band, and they had stemmed from mm-hmm. other like punk rock bands at the in the early nineties, right? Like yes, out of like the punk riot girl movement situation. Mm-hmm. But then, like I was reading on Spotify, like this this is. A, Seems like a, a hot take, but it's probably actually true, saying that they were the best, one of the best, if not the best, uh, indie rock bands of the nineties. Yeah, I, I think I think people, a lot of people, will agree with that. Yeah, I so think I was like, okay, that's pretty hefty. But then I was like, no, they seem pretty influential. So maybe that is true. Yeah. So um, yeah, so but like uh, the point I was making about like Carrie's like you know sexuality was. I think it's always, I think it's a part of their music, mm-hmm. but I, it's at the same time, it's not the focal point. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, it, I think it's like inherent in that, you know, Carrie and Corin are like queer, like, yeah. or on some level queer. Um, but like, other than that, it's not really about that. It's not the most interesting part right. of it's more the thing that's more interesting and the thing that's worth delving into is like the dynamics of these three people and like re- listening to the audiobook it's like there's a lot of like complicated like stuff going here and it's like a miracle Carrie and Corin are still like together as a band I'm intrigued um, to like con- read that or listen to that like I didn't know that was a thing yeah like they seem like very a very interesting group yeah any other preconceived notions any other thoughts before we get into these guys um, not really. I, I guess just like the reason I chose this album specifically is because it was on a, it was on a list that NPR Music had created that was like uh, was like the 150 best albums by women. And I saw that on there and I was like, interesting. OK, because a lot of the other ones seem like I don't I don't want to say like, eh, I don't know. Like, that one seemed a little bit out of place, like, genre-wise. Not out of place, just, like, different. Like, there wasn't anything else really on the list like that. Yeah. So that really intrigued me. Yeah. So, so um, I guess let's uh, delve into some uh, themes of the record. Like, what do you, what did you feel were some, uh, what did you feel like were some themes of this record, before, like, mm-hmm. listening to it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is kind of obvious and broad, but, like, when I listened to it the very first time, um, my immediate thought was anger and frustration. Yeah. I'm like, that's obviously they're screaming pretty much the entire <laughs> record, which made me think like this cannot be good for her voice. And I don't understand how she's like still has a singing voice. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of throughout the entire record, that kind of feeling. Do you like her? Do you think her? Do you like her singing voice? Like, do you like their singing voice? Of course. Like personally, or either of them. Like, you know. Um. Like, I'll be completely honest, because like I'm coming into this as someone who like does not really listen to like punk rock music or like anything like this. So like, I don't want to like offend people who are huge fans or anything. I like this is not my type of music at all. Not to say I don't like it, because I did like it. Um, but like, something about. I could be wrong about this, but something that I think it is interesting about like punk rock music is that like you don't necessarily have to have a good singing voice or have to really be able to sing. And that's kind of part of it. 
like a lot of, yeah. you know, like it's less about, it's less about can you sing? It's more about like, what do you have to say? And like what your feelings are and getting them out. So like, and if they're like authentic yes. and if they're yeah, real, like there's a, there's a real like rawness to the singing that I really, I really enjoyed actually. Cause it's like, okay, you're clearly very frustrated and like need to get this out. And, um, I like that. So I, I'm not trying to like diss her singing voice. Cause it's like, it's very, very interesting. And I don't know anyone yeah. else like who has a voice like that, but it's like, it's, it's like, very like edgy and like not super clean, which fits with the music really well. I think. Sounds like my mom, after listening to an episode of my podcast, like, Oh, that was interesting. Your mom Son. listens to the podcast. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so you do, you just lied. Okay, cool. My, my, dad listened to an episode of the podcast and he said I wasn't mean enough to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Woof. That's a real thing. I love um, it. <laughs> no, that was real. Very and raw funny. and real and I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I'm very cool. Um, so what What did what did you think were some themes? Yeah, I think like... Um, uh, going really, really quick before we get to that, going back into um, their singing voices, um, I think you're right on the money in terms of like because the Riot Girl group, um, they don't value like how like pretty your voice is. They kind of like value like the rawness and authentic authenticity. You know, Carrie Brownstein has said in like an interview or something like that that she isn't like. Per- a singer per se, Mm -hmm. but like she is good at like kind of making your voice malleable to like kind of find the melody, but she doesn't like read music. She's not classically trained. Mm -hmm. She just like feels and approximates and like uses her gut to like, just, uh, kind of like follow, like find the melody, but also like, uh, you know, express, these emotions and stuff like that. Um, so the record's called Dig Me Out. And uh, the behind the scenes, the reason they called it that was because they recorded this in um, Washington and it was snowing <laughs> and mm-hmm. they they could not go to their studio to record. So because of the, it was, they were like so snowed in and... So like they're like literal so they're literally stuck in this like they recorded this record in 10 days and they're literally stuck in like a house and they recorded most of their rec- the record like at a house. Um but and like um and like they uh yeah so like they're like literally like trapped in a place and like but also like um as I previously mentioned Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker dated as like teenagers as like, you know, like when they're 19 or like 20 or something like that. And the book doesn't really offer a lot of like specifics, but like, just like the facts is they dated, then they broke up. And because, um, because they didn't like, because they're a band and because like they make music together, they didn't really have time to like go off and like do their own thing and like kind of go off and do their kind of go off and do their own thing and like, you know, go on retreats or whatever. They, they stayed, they came together and made music together. So a lot of the record is that angst and that confusion and that anger and that like, you know, 
the passion uh, for each other and the yearning and the longing and all that stuff. And like, it's literally, so it's also like digging themselves out of that in emotionally too, of just uh, trying to process these complicated emotions and their feelings towards each other. And like, whether they could still be, have a level of closeness while not being in a relationship together. And like Janet is also there, like hey guys, this, I love. <laughs> oh, hey guys, like but like Janet is like kind of like um, Janet is kind of the glue of this record. I feel she's like she's kind of like the si- almost like the silence. She's like she joined you know, the, she so- joined the band right before this this record. Yeah, this is yeah, the first yeah. one she was on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's kind of like you know Sex in the City, how like New York is like the fifth character. Yo, I've never seen Sex in the City. Janet Weiss is New York. That's that's a hot, a hot take. That's a hot take. Hot take. Yeah, from a stone cold fox, me. So, so what? I didn't uh, know. Like, see, again, I'm coming at this as a complete noob. I um, I knew that they had had I wrote. So, like, I knew you know that they had a romantic relationship, but I didn't know like when it was in relation to this record. But now that you're like saying all these things, it makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when I was listening to it uh, the, for the first time, I was thinking, I was like, can you imagine being in a band with someone that you dated and then just still being in a band like to this day? Like, yeah, what must have like, I mean, there might be some insight from the audiobook. Um but it's like, I don't, I don't know, so. like what their relationship was like or anything. But it, like, it made me think I was like, damn, I don't do not think I could ever do that. A little more background knowledge on this, uh, you know, the, their uh, history um, is that uh, Carrie. So like uh, Corin says that most of these songs were either written about Carrie Brownstein or about her husband, uh, Lance Bangs, who like uh, he's a director. He like uh really great director like uh directed a lot of the jackass movies and he directed music videos for uh you know bjork the yeah yeah yes kanye west arcade fire uh you know did some stuff like cinematography director stuff for um you know what's called um you know jackass and like all that stuff and like it's like really he's a really talented guy, really sweet guy. Uh he married uh Corin Tucker three years after like you know, dating her. And there is like uh so I think like the the story behind this record is a little there's there's a little bit of like uh some cl- conflicting like stories about it of like who's actually like more torn up about it, who's actually like, you know, more upset. Because in this record, it seems like Corn is the one who's like really working through some shit, like really like mm-hmm. upset by this. And like Carrie's the one who's kind of like dismissive and going like, because um, th- there's that one song, um, what's it called One More Hour, where like the, 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 the way the song's presented is like Corn's like screaming and pleading and like, you know, having a hard time, and then Carrie's kind of dismissively going, I, I, know, know, I, know, "I know, I know, I know, I know." You know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, 
but like, so it seems like Korn's the one who's actually more torn up about. It. But when you re- read the actual history of it, um, you know, Korn is happily like in a good relationship with this guy, and uh, Carrie is the one who like um, what they like um, Carrie and uh, Janet banned Lance Bangs from seeing any shows. You know, they're like there's like a level of, like. Uh, we we don't want anything to do with this guy and like you know um like because it would be weird like it would be like it'd be hard and yeah. like potentially like that you know sense. i get it but like it's also just like um that kind of drove lance and corn closer together because it was like it's us against them and like there's so much like in internal turmoil so like it's like i'm i imagine it like kind of oscillates between like Carrie is like maybe Carrie at one point was like the dismissive one who's like I know I know we're like and then Corin's the one who's like over it and like Carrie's not over it like Carrie's still do- dealing with mm-hmm. it um so I don't know it's like really really fascinating stuff and like um so yeah this like this record is like a very much like a time capsule of that so yeah I can see that oh very interesting cool. insight Andrew Thank you. I did research for a change. I can tell. I feel like a loser. <laughs> hey, Olivia. Yeah. You're the coolest person I know. You know, I, I, I don't I don't say this, this enough, but I really do think you're a really cool person. And wow. like, I, I think you're a very talented artist and I'm really happy you're co-hosting these episodes with well, me. These next three gosh. episodes. Way to spoil it and say three episodes, but gosh, thanks, Andrew. I know you you know like three people, so being called the coolest person you know isn't what? really that big of an accomplishment. What are you doing? I think you're cool too. <laughs> thanks for letting me be on the podcast and being my friend and working with me as an artist. Yeah. So uh, let's take a break. Da 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 da. Or do you want to do it? By do the way, what? like, do you want to do the co-host honors of doing that? Doing what? A commercial? Let's take a break. Dot, da, 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 da. I think I'm good. Yeah, I do that. You don't want to do it? No. Hey, guys, I'm Olivia. Dot, da, 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 da. Thank you. There. Yeah, that was Have you. Have you ever seen Teen Girl Squad? <laughs> Teen Girl yeah, Squad! I was going to say, you sound just like the voice. so-and-so, what's your name? The ugly one! Yes! I love it. Thank you. Okay, let's take a break. Dot, da, 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 da. You did it. I did the fart for you. And we're back here to talk about. We're, we're going to say this together because Ezra out. never says this. What are we talking about? We're, we're going to say it together. Say what? Okay, say what? Three, two. Dig, dig me out. Okay. okay. Three, two. We're here to talk about Slater, Slater Kinney's Dig Me dig Out. Dig Me Out. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That was fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm, Solid. Hey, Ezra. Hey, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I miss Ezra. <laughs> I'm so sad. Ouch. I'm sorry. I'll never you're, be good you're, enough. You're a rebound co-host. <laughs> too real. Too real. Oh. Anyways. Um, hi. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show. Um, one more thing about, like, I guess, like, um, the uh, Corin carrie like, relationship is that that's very, I think, like, 
it was a little confusing, the idea of just like who's actually more broken up about it, who's actually having a harder time. But I think it like I think that's very real of just like how, you know, maybe one person isn't having a hard time. Maybe one person is like dealing with it just fine. And it's all like roses and like candy for them while the other one's like suffering. And then it like oscillates between that i think that's a very real thing yeah i think the um, but also the fact that it is so complex and confusing is probably the most real part about it like i'd feel like you know we're not meant to fully understand it because that's just that's how relationships are you know uh so yeah let's go into um what would you like to go through first like low lights or highlights we just do low than high i guess i don't okay, really okay. have a lot for low lights honestly what are you michelle obama sure <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I'll take it. I'll your take majesty. It. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you say your majesty? Yeah. You know, Queen Obama? Yeah. Um, hashtag. D- oh, here's my impression of a British person. Uh, okay, here we go. How uh, we stand a queen. It's like, okay. We stand, we stand we, the we, queen? The, the queen, yeah. Because she's like. She's the queen. She's the queen and like uh, she like um, everyone in England's forced to stand her. So Yeah, you get kicked out of the country if you don't stand the queen. Yeah, executed. Um, so, OK, so let's get into some lowlights. Like what were some what were what was a lowlight for you? For like specific songs, I feel like we're just not as strong as the others. But then overall, like this, I don't mean this to sound like kind of terrible, <sighs> but like. When I listened to it, especially the first time, it, all the songs kind of sounded the same to me. Sure. Like, I feel like it was all very one note, like, on the same level, if that makes sense. And then, like, I felt like, I think, like, the second half of the album was, like, not as strong as the first, personally. Like, I feel like the first half had, like, all the good bops, and then the second half right, was kind of yeah. just, like, this is all kind of the same. But, I don't know. So, it was a little bit, honestly kind of exhausting to listen to because of all the yelling and <laughs> but I feel like that's just the genre itself and that's me personally being like okay this might not be my taste what what is your hangout with like the punk genre like personally I don't know I think it might honestly be the fact that it's like it's a lot of anger and yelling and honestly something that I felt about this record is I probably would have really liked it if I discovered it like when I was in like in high school or like when I was younger mm. and kind of could relate a little bit more to it. Like, I feel like it's it's good and has a lot of merit to it. But me personally, I probably didn't feel it as much because I'm not really going through a similar thing at the time at this time right now. Right now in my life, like I feel yeah. very like despite all the disease and, and thunder and the world ending around us, I feel very <laughs> stable and happy where I'm at right now, you know, I have a great job and I have great mm-hmm. friends. I have great people around me. I have a great friends. I have a great friends. <laughs> like I have a lot of things that, you know, I'm happy about. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like, you know, when I was younger, absolutely. Like, you have this, a great podcast. I've, I'm co-hosting a great podcast. It's mm-hmm. not this one, but. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So like that's that was like my a big thing for me. Like, I feel like if I had listened to it at a different time. Like, I feel like a lot of times with art and music, it's like it has to hit you at a certain time in order yeah. in order for you to fully connect to it. Like, I could still recognize that it's good, but I probably didn't connect to it as much. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like with Eminem, I'm like, I can't listen to it now because I am not that. Like, yeah, like with Eminem, like, um, I when I listened to it in high school, I was like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Like, you know, he's so like he's so edgy and angry and all that stuff. Now it's just like, what's this guy's problem? You know, <laughs> like why is he? Why is, sure. Why is he? Why is he still mad at Kim? You know, yeah. just like. Uh, you're a great, you're a forty year you're a forty five year old man. You gotta, right. You got to calm down. Um, uh, yeah. What What was a specific like song low light? Like for like you? I said, like the last maybe like four songs didn't really stick with me. Um, yeah. For some reason, one more hour I just didn't like. What I know, I know you were just quoting it too. I know. What what don't you like about I'm one more I'm not sure. Hour? It might honestly be like the weird talk singing situation. Like I know that that's like a thing in certain genres of music, but I just I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't really work for me. I don't know. Like for the reasons I was talking about, I think the song's incredible of just like uh how like corn is like it, it really captures what it feels like to be in a one-sided, unrequired love relationship where one person has so many feelings of, like, anger, jealousy, and bitterness, and sadness brewing inside them while the other one seems way less tortured. And, like, it's, like... Um, Maybe I just didn't the, get that that's what it was about. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's very possible. But, like, um, I think... And it did help re-listening to this record with this context. Too, yeah, I'll have to do that because, like, like, I didn't catch that, but like, I don't know. I feel like just sonically, honestly, it was just I thought a little annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the only specific song that I really felt that way about. Yeah, I love the harmonies on "You've Got the Darkest Eyes." Oh, you've got the darkest eyes. I love the like contrasting like guitar lines too. Uh, Just like the. It's the interesting thing about Slayer Kinney is that it's two guitars and drums. There's no bass player. There's a lot of really good guitar stuff in this record. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing else. And like, I like that they make each individual. So like the two guitars, like it's like almost like as if they're like having a conversation with each other. They're almost like, like, yeah. And like kind of like how these two are like. Corin and like Carrie are like kind of putting their feelings into the music and putting mm-hmm. their like conflicting feelings into the music. But then they're like, also uh, both equal then in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the drums just like it's the glue that holds it together as yeah. like the outside perspective almost like who's not a little more removed, but nonetheless, like still really important. Yeah, I like Which, that. Uh, yeah, like the chemistry and the anger and the horiness and the history and the feelings are just like so palpable. And like it is it does remind me of like Fleetwood Mac in that I shit my pants listening to it. <laughs> Which song? <laughs> uh, um, let me see what would be the funniest title for me. To <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Here we go. Um, Little Babies? <laughs> Little Babies is good. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Or maybe not what you want. <laughs> I mean, that's, I can't top that. Um, but like, no, like in that, like how Fleetwood Mac, that record rumors was literally just like them so 
romantically and emotionally entangled with each other. And, like, it's literally just them, like, working it out. Right. And um, these guys seem like, obviously, it all worked out where Corrin and Carrie are still together as a band. Yeah. So, like, they obviously still care about each other. They obviously still love each other. Didn't they take, um, like, a 10-year hiatus at one point? They took, like, a 10-year hiatus, but I don't know if it was specifically because... Oh, no, no, no. But, like... Of this. Yeah. So it's, like, yeah. you know, probably that time apart kind of, you know... Yeah, and, like, um, the, the line about don't say another word about the other girl, like, that line in, in uh, One More Hour, um, Brownstein, like, kind of, like... First of all, she explained that, like, she learned much later that these songs were about her. You oh. Know? So she like, so like, it was like, it's like either she like, or if she kind of caught on in it, caught on to it, she kind there was like a level of remove kind of like depicted in this song. Just like, I know, I know, you know, just like kind of depicted in the song. But like, um, she said like, um, you know, there had never been anything, um, she like Corin explaining like the lyrics of the song. She said it was about the people she thought wanted me, which as I thought about my 22 year old cherubic self of a terrible die job sounded silly. And we both laughed. So like, it's, it's really sweet that like after this, like really tumultuous, torturous time, like over time, they can look back at this and like laugh at it, mm. you know, and like be less, and have like less detachment, and they also they I think they said something along the lines of like, oh, we don't write songs about each other anymore, which is like a great boundary to yeah. have. Um, I like that. But yeah, c- consider like this considering like this could have gone like way worse. Um, it's pretty incredible. Um, I don't know. I like the song. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> All right. What's another low light? I guess the low light for me. Um, was I I do agree with you in like the the latter half of the songs. Um, it's more like a general criticism. Like the latter half of the songs aren't as interesting, and like it does feel a little like repetitive. Like kind of because like there's only so many like sounds you can produce out of three instruments. Um, yeah, sure. I think Heart Factory is a low light for me. I like that I don't one. Think Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, that was like one of the one of the ones I liked. Yeah, continue song. Sorry. Yeah, um, I just thought the metaphor of the song is muddy and confusing. Like the they they propose the hypothesis of like, what if you could have invent a heart that you could turn on or off and like not, you know, you could detach your feelings or whatever. But then I'm not sure what they're trying to say about it. I don't don't know if they think it's a good thing. I don't know if they think it's a bad thing. I don't know if it's something they want. Um, And uh, I don't know. I I, like um, it. It is very tightly constructed guitar wise, but it is a little repetitive. That's how I feel Um, about most of the songs, though. Yeah. What were like some of your favorites? Oh, yeah. Let's get into some highlights. uh, do you have any more lowlights before we like no. you know move on? No, no. Yeah. All right. Um, a highlight for me, like I said, one more hour is great. Uh, I like uh, what's it called? I like Turn It On. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good song. What do you think of Turn It On? I 
do like it. It's not my favorite, but yeah, that was one of the ones that I marked down that I liked. Um, like I said, like like we talked about, like they don't have a bassist, but the way the guitars like harmonize with them with each other like makes it feel as though there's a bass. It does feel In like a way, very. Yeah. It does. The song has like depth to it, like with the different like melodies. Like the, it feels like a little deeper. Um, I like the hand claps and the tambourines. Um, and I think the reason I like the song a lot, though, is like the line. Uh, don't say the word if you don't want it done. Don't tell me your name if you don't want it sung. Contrasted with don't go away. I can't stand the thought. Mm hmm. So the idea of, you know, um, kind of, yeah, kind of blaming, you know, like that's on, like that's on you, you know, you shouldn't have like, you know, been, don't like get close to me if you don't want to be my muse, you know, yeah, don't get close to me if you don't want a song written about you. But at the same time, pretty manipulative. Yeah, yeah, but and like the the please stay please like don't go away like i need you i need you to yeah. be that like it's it's like it you're right it is toxic i agree with yeah. that um but i think like i i think good people can at times have toxic thoughts good people can have like toxic instincts at times yeah what, i think that's true yeah i like jealousy and like all that stuff and like I think that I I like I like to hope that this is just like a snapshot. I'm not endorsing this at all, by the way. Um, well, I think that but I like go I ahead. was going to say, I feel like those feelings are all very natural and a lot of people, you know, everyone goes through them. It's just, you know, the way that you handle it. But I think the thing about like this, this band and this style of music in particular is the fact that it is so raw. So I, I don't think they're saying that those kinds of feelings are right. I think they're just saying, hey, I have them and we're talking about it. Yeah, if that makes I think sense. that's like. I think that's sometimes a really I think that's a good way to go about it sometimes. I think sometimes you should keep to yourself on some things. Like maybe some things are best not said, but I think to if they're mentionable, like the idea of like if they're mentionable, they're manageable. Uh, just like you know, I think sometimes I personally get very like judgmental about my own feelings. I'm just like I feel, yeah, I feel like sad and I'm mad that I'm sad because I should be this, you know, Um, I think that isn't helpful. You know, I think it's I think it's sometimes better to say, like, I'm sad, you know, I'm sad, you know, or like I feel jealous about this when you do. I feel hurt when you do this, like and. Yeah, like I said, there's like, you know, obviously like there should be boundaries, there should be like um, push and pull and like, you know, maybe the right time to do that. Um, but I think I, I think there's like people should be a people should be open. People should be like honest about this stuff and like not put that stigma or judgment on top of these things. I don't know. Uh, what, what's a highlight for you? Um, not to be basic, but I think my favorite was probably the title track. Um, Dig Me Out, obviously. Um, I don't know. It was just like that because it, it opens the record too, right? 
Mm-hmm. It's the very first track. Um, I don't know. I think it just like sets the mood so well and is such a like strong song. I don't know. Like I can't put my finger on exactly why, but it's like it has such a good energy. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's such a good bop. I really like it. Yeah. I think like um, uh, this is like one of the few songs where it kind of gets into um, because like they are capable of like singing beautifully. Just like the the bridge where like I'm here for now. Just like that yeah. bit. Like their their vocal like performance is like really beautiful. Um, I think like something they do really well is like the wordless passages where it's almost as if they're like speaking in tongues where it's like because like when I like first listened to this record a few times, it was hard to understand what the lyrics were without reading them. Yeah, I had the same issue. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like. uh, Yeah, I think. um, Yeah, it's just like. They're they're just airing out their complicated feelings towards each other, um, so I don't know. Yeah. Any other? What what else did you like about Dig Me Out? Any any other things you wanted to? Take? I literally wrote on my notes just big mood. I don't know why. <laughs> well, let, like let's, legit, let's try and figure, what? Let's try to figure it out. I don't know because it's like I I don't know. There's a th- something about it. Like listening to it just makes me feel cool, but then it's also mm-hmm. like. I don't know, like, you could tell, like, they're clearly very frustrated. And it makes me think of, like, other, you know, like, female artists and stuff. Like, it's, it's a lot of, like, you know, pretty music, calm music. Like, obviously, there's, you know, all kinds of feelings and stuff. But, like, there's no... I can't think of any other, like, bands that are like this. Like, that that mm. express frustration in such an energetic and, like, strong way. If that makes sense? Yeah, um, like... Yeah, yeah, I, I actually like. I, uh, I think that transitions really nicely into uh, what's it called? Uh, little little babies. Oh yeah, um, I liked that one. So like it's uh, the the sub t- the the theme of it is like how thankless and tiresome the emotional labor women and non men have to endure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like very it's like it's pretty damning towards mediocre men and it's like it's it's just like it's being sarcastic by just saying what it is you know of uh, just like i will comfort you make you clean help you cope when you're tired feeling helpless come inside i'm the shelter blah 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 blah. just like i'll do this for you come on yeah um but then like making uh, fun of that yeah, just just by pointing it out. Yeah, just it's like like, yeah. No, I like that a lot. That's I think that's very strong and admirable. I don't know. Yeah, like it's like kind of like you know like a good like how like a good stand up will like kind of just like point out something we all do, but like never really sat down to think about like how weird it is we kind of do something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I love like uh, like I was talking about. I love the wordless passages of the dumb da 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 like that. I mean, like that's nice, like melodically. I thought it really yeah, stood out because there wasn't really any other songs that really. Hashtag did. mood. Hashtag mood. Hashtag mood. Let's get mood um, trending. <laughs> Finally, this underground. Finally, <laughs> give mood some time in the light. <laughs> 
What if we logged onto Twitter right now and like what's trending is like hashtag LOL? Yes. WTF? The other interesting thing about the song is it's also kind of, I think Carrie mentioned that it might be about her, about Corin's feelings towards Carrie. Uh, just like, you know, Carrie keeps going to me as this emotional support person. Um, and, you know, like, I'm the one who, like, you know, has to, like, make you feel safe, has to, like, help you cope. And, like, I, I'll do, like, physical, like, labor, like, like emotional labor for you. Um, so it's not just men. It's hashtag not all men. <laughs> yeah, uh... What's another highlight for you? Uh, I think Not What You Want was good, like, sonically, melodically. I liked words and guitar. That was a little repetitive, but, you know, I felt it. Words and guitar. Wait, when did I start playing it? That sounded just like it. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I think those were... Let me just turn off my iPad. Click. Your iPod? What year is it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think those were all my favorites. Um, Yeah, mostly I just went off of, like... Did I feel it less of like delving into the lyrics? Because like you said, a lot of times I couldn't really understand what they were saying Um, or yelling rather. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Those are my faves. Hmm. Uh, I I like words and guitar as a as a thesis for the record Mm -hmm. of like maybe not a thesis of the record, but a thesis for the band of just like. I like how the song morphs from like urgent, vicious punk to like beautiful and soft while still never losing their sense of fun. Yeah. I, and I also like that they show their versatility between beyond screamo punk. Uh, just like, um, you know, just like, na, 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 na. like the melody yeah. situation. Good, me- solid as heck melody. Yeah. Um, oh, give me pretty songs. Oh, let me have that sound tonight. Yet, like, I think they're like trying to like, you know, break the glass ceiling and like, mm-hmm. you know, kick the door open, like make things better for women. Um, doing it in their own way. Hashtag women doing it for themselves. Let's get that hashtag, trending. Yeah. Hashtag mood. Hashtag, hashtag women. Hashtag <laughs> individuality. <laughs> hashtag feminism. <laughs> uh, hashtag. Uh, uh, OMG. <laughs> like, um, OMG. Um, but yeah, like, uh, <laughs> um, but also like they want a strong desire for like peace. Just like, uh, they, they're like, they're like screaming and like, you know, um, just like singing the way they sing. Uh, but like, I think the, what they want, what the, the intent of it is, they want a level of peace. They want like maybe that maybe by purging these strong emotions, we could have peace one day. I could feel okay inside. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 these guys like these guys are very punk, um, but I think they also like something like I like about them is they have like a sense of fun. Like they. Yeah, that's something I was thinking when I was listening to this is like, I feel like. I mean, obviously, like, I liked it, but I feel like it would be a lot better to see it live. Like, I feel like yeah, that would have been a fun show. Like, I was watching, like, like I said before, I was watching some, like, YouTube videos from 
like their performances in the 90s and stuff. And like that show looks like a lot of fun. Mm hmm. Remember being close to people in that way. Oh, my God. I know they're all right up next to each other, less than six feet apart. Oh, the remember good old spitting, days. Remember spitting in each other's mouths. Oh, classic. <laughs> oh, disobedience. That is what um, they were doing in the whole video, if you notice. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. It was um, very big in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, any other any other highlights or stray observations? Um, yeah, for sure observations, I said some stuff that I already said before. This is kind of really random, but one thing I really liked. Random. I'm sorry. Something <laughs> I really liked was something I noticed Hashtag while random. watching the video, actually. Hashtag random, but yeah. here we go. Hashtag XD. Hashtag RAR. Hashtag, um, so no, something I noticed is that like, in the older videos, they're like, I mean, it's like smaller shows and stuff, but they're wearing just like normal ass clothes. Like they're wearing just like a t-shirt and jeans mostly. And they just look like normal people, which I loved. I think part of it was like, they are poor. They were poor. <laughs> like, well, even so even could, on, like, like the more recent videos too, it's like Carrie's just wearing, she's wearing like a striped t-shirt and a skirt. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like they just, just yeah. like normal ass people. She's a normal ass people. She is a normal ass um, people. She's a little more famous than me, but she's a normal ass people. Yeah, she's she's in a few more movies and TV shows, but just she's a, a normal just ass a people. Just a couple more. Yeah, she's like she's uh, a few more IMDb credits than me. <laughs> Hashtag waiting by the phone. Um, but like, uh, um, I will say like, um, I, I like I said like I said I agree with you that like some of the songs aren't as memorable, mm -hmm. you know. And like sometimes they feel a little repetitive, but I yeah. think even a song that's like less memorable is still like an adrenaline rush. And it's just like, I think mm -hmm. like I can see that serves its function of just like making me feel like well, I want to punch things and go like, yeah, just like all that <laughs> stuff, like mosh around. Yeah, that's probably what their live shows were like six feet away from people somehow. <laughs> um. Uh, I like, uh, just in general, like the, sometimes the lyrics can be a little cryptic of just like, what are, what are they talking about? Like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. But like it, it, at the same time, it does feel like it is pointed. It's like yeah. a pointed, passive aggressive jab. A lot of it is very much more feeling and emotion based too, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of it is, you know, like you said, repetitive and a lot of yelling and less yeah. like lyrics. So I got more out of it from the an emotional aspect. Yeah. I, I like, it's a, I, it was hard to like tell them apart. You know, I know like care, like I, I could tell it was Carrie when she was kind of doing the, like the pouty, like kind of doing that. Um, but like when they're kind of, when she does her like screamo voice, like it was harder to like tell them apart. Um, a little bit like but like I think that's on me more because like it took me like three seasons to know the character names of like the it's always sunny in Philadelphia characters oh <laughs> like, my god <laughs> it took me a while it's like names are hard which one's uh, Sylvia oh <laughs> I knew that one <laughs> I knew uh, but like the the three main guys all uh, like the three like creator which guys, one's like, Danny DeVito <laughs> is that D <laughs> I thought he was a rude gambler <laughs> like, um, 
Yeah. Uh, any other like highlights, lowlights, anything in between? Um, I don't think so. You? Uh, uh, oh, oh, I really, I really, really like Jenny. Um, Jenny Slate, by the way. Oh, okay. I think she's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, she yeah. seems cool. Her, I don't her know her personally, hair. but <laughs> is yeah. this song about her? I, lo- <laughs> I wish. Um, but like, um, it does remind me of like, I think the Fleetwood Mac comparisons are very apt of just like, this reminds me of Gold Dust Woman from Rumors. Just like a bummer downer ending mm. of just like. Interesting. She seems like she, Corin seems like she's on the verge of tears. And um, she's she feels like she sounds like a shell of a person. She's having a breakdown. Uh, it's like about like her thinking they were on the same page, but that's not the case. Um, and it's just like really like. Just like. Did she answer you, your other half? You know, they say she comes just once. Like, uh, 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 yeah, I think it's just like just and it's just like, you know, the intrusive. It reminds me of like the intrusive, like cyclical thoughts you have. Just like, I'm not good enough. I'm not like, Mm. you know, it could have. I could have been happy if this happened. I could have been happy if this happened. Didn't we almost have it all? We were so close, blah, 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 blah. It's just like really ends on a freaking downer of an ending. I think it's like really ballsy and respectable to like end your record that way. Um, yeah. And it's also like it's just it's it's edifying to like, you know, hear someone else vocalize what you've been through or what you're going through. Um even if it's not like quote unquote like healthy or good or the best or whatever. Well, sometimes that's a good thing about music too. Is it's like you don't necessarily like kind of like feeling company and misery in a sort of way. If that makes sense. Like I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with it. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. That is what my voice sounds like. Yeah. Um, thanks for saying that, Olivia. That there's nothing no wrong with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's get into final ratings and thoughts. Uh, the way this works is we'll rank this record out of 10 and, uh, blank, like 10 blank out, blank out of 10 blanks. So, uh, Olivia, why don't you go first? Sure. Okay. So I, overall, I did like it. I feel like, um, a lot of it felt very kind of, they all sounded kind of the same to me. So from like an overall perspective, I got kind of a one note like feeling out of it, which is, you know, that like frustration and like com- complexity and like stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of what I got of it. But also at the same time, I feel like it's something I would have enjoyed at another time in my life. Um, but other than that, like I thought it was really, really solid. Um, so I feel like I give everything seven. I feel like seven's just like, I'll do like seven's, seven. Seven's good. Like it's, seven's, it, it means you liked it. Like, yeah. But it's like, I feel like everything's seven. I'll do 7.1. <gasps> 7.1. Little babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so 
I thought I like, especially after like, you know, hearing the audio book on it. Um, I thought this is like really, I think this is really cool that they captured these feelings in like a time capsule like this. Um, <clears throat> just a certain time. And it's really, um, I don't know if this is something, you know, I would recommend to other people, you know, who feel the feel similarly about like, you know, their exes or whatever. I don't recommend, I don't know if I would recommend them kind of doing what they did because it's such an anomaly of just like how not only did they, you know, make this great piece of art, but then after later they kind of like got past it and are still friends and bandmates and creative collaborators. And I don't know if that works for everybody. Um, but that being said, it's really cool that, uh, it all worked out. It's all really incredible that it all worked out and that, and it sounds at certain points that there were times where it didn't all work out and that things were really bad between Carrie and Corin. Um, so, but like that being said, like the record, it, as for the record itself, I think it's like really gutsy. I think it like, it's a lot of very high energy and like some of the lyrics are like very cutting and like, you know, raw, raw and like really interesting. Um, and like, once again, capturing this very specific weird moment in time uh, for these guys. Uh, I do agree with you that like some of the lyrics um, can be a little vague, that some of the instrumentations can get a little repetitive and like that they really front load the record with all the good songs. And then they kind of just like, you know, some I, I feel like you could cut a few songs and you'll be fine. Um, mm. With all that being said, uh, I really enjoy this record. Uh, I can't wait to listen to more Slater Kinney. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to give this eight fickle, fancy, fickle girls. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. Heck yeah. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Solid. So um, now we're going to get into our <gasps> I've been mean to listen to that. Playlist. No. no. Oh, no. <laughs> and no. I did. <laughs> Playlist. Playlist. No, we have to say that together. Okay, oh. here we go. Here we go. Okay, let's try it again. I didn't mean to listen to that. And I did. Playlist. Playlist. Yeah. yeah. Playlist? <laughs> Playlist? Playlist. Wait, look. I didn't mean to listen to that. And I did. And play. play Playlist. Playlist. Yeah. That was correct. <laughs> Third time's a charm. It's bad either way. So, Great. um, So, uh, what is your pick for this week? Okay. Um, well, I couldn't decide between two. Okay. I'll just choose this one. Um, so I wanted to choose something that kind of felt in the same vein as what we were just listening to. So I, my choice is Can't Cool Me Down by Car Seat Headrest. Ooh, click. Um, yeah, I chose this because I don't, I feel like stylistically it was really similar, even though this song in particular is much more like pop y, I guess, than, um, stuff that he's done in the past. But I feel like, um, he's also like one of those artists who's like, not super, like his singing voice isn't necessarily the strongest, but like, 
I don't know. I feel like he has something interesting to say. And I think this song is really good. And it's a bop and I've been listening to it a lot. It's very, it's much more like, it's more like, I think it's done entirely like with synths too. So it's quite different from his previous stuff, but I really like it. Uh, So my pick for this week is uh, something called, uh, I'm going to pick Stuck by the Aces. Click. That. I know that song. I love it so much. Like, uh, so this is an all girl group, um, but also like they kind of acknowledge that like, you know, we don't like being stuck with that label per se of just like, you know, um, what, you know, we don't like being stuck with the label because it comes with so much baggage. But at the same time, we recognize that being an all-girl group is very inspiring mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, like, I, I kind of very similar to Slater Kinney. Um, uh, yeah, I think this song is a bop and a half. It is just so, like, the instrumentation is just, like, so, like, danceable. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's, it's like, really, really joyous and energetic and lovely. Uh, their voices and their harmonies are gorgeous. And, um... I just, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, not, no, 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 I never do that. Okay. Fair. I've, ne- I've never not in my life. No, not November. No, not life for me. Anyways, so I don't not. And I, okay. <laughs> humble brag. Shocking. Hey guys, hey ladies, I don't nuts. So, you know, <laughs> you have nothing to worry about um, in terms of um, help. <laughs> Get me out of this in terms of. Uh, no, no, okay. I'm not out. saving you. You <laughs> dug not. yourself into a hole. Um, no, I don't nut. And <laughs> wait, <laughs> I try to reset by saying the same thing. You can just um, not say that. <laughs> Um, but seriously, guys, I don't not. And um, <laughs> I just don't. And um, no, but like the song is um, I, I really like the message of the song <laughs> and and um, and just like how it's about like being stuck and like it's very applicable towards right now. We're releasing this in August. Um, so it might we might be fine, you know, Hopefully. cancer's cured and whatever. But like, um, uh, but like, I think, but like the idea just like, you know, being, feeling stuck and feeling like, um, but also like not really wanting to do anything about it or like not feeling the energy to do, a, do anything about it. And just that frustration and, uh, you know, yearning, and I think it's very relatable. And this whole album slaps so hard, and I don't nuts. So yeah, I, I check like, this song. Yeah, out. I've like followed that band for a long time, and I'm like surprised that they're like not more popular than they are. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. I, I, it came after like listening to like uh, I don't remember. What, like it just came on my Spotify recommends, and it, like okay. I was like so fucked. Yeah, they like, like used so to be happy. known, I think, as the Blue Aces before the Aces. Yeah. I think, and that's I like. I think it's a better name. 
same. I listen. I know. I listened to them like during that, and then I like heard their newer stuff, and I was like, wait, this sounds like oh, oh, it's the same band. And then like, yeah, but they, yeah, they deserve more like attention than they have. Like, I think they're really good. Yeah. So I don't. So thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Olivia, for being my co-host. This is so much Thank fun. Thank you, Andrew, yeah. for being my co-host. What? Look at look. Co-hosting. Hey. 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 Look at us. Wow. Hey, look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't not. So um, let's uh, close the episode out with a closing sentiment from Olivia. How do I do this? <laughs> okay, I got I got <laughs> Okay. Three, two, one. I'm, I'm Andrew. Andrew. And, and I, I don't don't not. not. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Those are my thoughts on Have Slater Kimmy. Good night. <laughs> Boo! Boo! I'm just kidding, I don't do that. <laughs>